This is Cruise Control. Control. Your on-air automotive magazine with co-hosts Fred Staub and Les Jackson. Control. Everything you need to know about new and used cars. Industry news. We'll fix or repair your car on the air. Fasten your seatbelts and let us take the wheel. Your ride is about to begin. Because you're on Cruise Control. Cruise Control. Cruise Control. And welcome to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. Hop in, join us, fasten your seatbelt, get ready for a ride, because we're about to take one. Lots of, well, really exciting things happening this week. Fred Staub has a list in front of him. I sure do, Les, and you are right. There are no slow weeks in the automotive industry, and... This week, well, we finally have a date and we have a way that the Ford Bronco will be revealed. And one tuner says he's ready to up the horsepower of this retro off-roader even before it is even revealed. So we'll talk about that. And you have a story on Hyundai's Santa Fe, I believe, right? I do, as a matter of fact. Santa Fe is ready for 2021 with hybrid power. Yeah, that's going to be real interesting. Yep. And uh, talking tech, BMW has plans for the over-the-air upgrades and new features. Plus, Ford has a way to keep your canine friend calm. That's pretty cool. And uh, who do you think bought the last Impala? We know it was an Impala fan. Matter of fact, he had an older Impala SS that he sold back to GM. So think about that. And all that and an at-the-wheel review of the 2020 Volkswagen Cross Sport, which I had a chance to drive when we get rolling on this edition of Cruise Control Radio, your on-air automotive magazine. It's the place you've come to, and we're glad. Don't forget, you can check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com, the place where you can get links to Facebook, Twitter, the podcast, and even Les Jackson's sock collection video memory. And uh, and my uh, complete set of uh, Tinker Toys. I I played with Tinker Toys. I made cool dragsters out of them. They look like a... uh, tube frame race car when it was done oh yeah that's right you know what i never owned was a slinky i had a slinky i did have never a, had one i had one that looked like a, a dachshund because i had a dachshund growing up which brings us to our canine story Les, yes. uh, <laughs> which is very timely we'll talk about that how ford is using active uh sound canceling techniques to uh keep canines calm during fireworks or amateur hour with quarter sticks of dynamite. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I wonder what will happen if I hold this in my hand when it goes off. Yeah. What do you suppose this does? Yeah. And then of course our lead story, we're going to talk about how Ford is going to reveal the Ford Bronco. Yes, it's happening. We've talked about it a lot, a lot in the past, but it is happening. We have a date. And we're going to tell you how they plan to reveal the return of the Ford Bronco. All that and more when we come back on Cruise Control Radio. 
Listen to the live feed of Cruise Control Radio every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com to find out how to do it. Is your car starting to show its age? Over time, paint becomes oxidized, faded, and scratched. But you can restore that tired paint and repair those scratches with the paint restoration system from 3M. It's an affordable way to make those repairs in your garage in just one afternoon with basic tools. The kit contains all of the restoration products and polishing pads you need to bring your vehicle's paint back to like-new condition. For more information, visit www.3mcarcare.com. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control Radio, your on-air automotive magazine. Fred Staub and Les Jackson on the road. A story we've been talking about for a long, long time, Les. The return of the Ford Bronco. We know the date. We know how they're going to do it. And it is going to be on Monday, July 13th at 8 p.m. And... They're collaborating with Disney to do it. It's yep. going to be on ABC, ESPN, and National Geographic and Hulu. At the same time, they've hired Academy Award-winning director, acclaimed cinematographer, photographer, and professional climber. <laughs> he also bakes incredible chocolate chip <laughs> cookies. Yeah. yeah, that's right. They're delicious. Yes, uh, Jimmy Chin to collaborate with Disney Creative Works to... Uh, reveal the stories uh, of the Ford Bronco. Uh, the They will share additional content, Ford will, featuring the Bronco lineup's capability and news uh, and new features on its social channels. And starting July 13th, let's get your money ready because Bronco yeah. fans can reserve their Bronco model for $100 each. Why not? Even if you're not planning to buy one. Reserve one. I guess so. I Well, there's going to be that dealer upcharge, I'm sure, don't you think? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would probably wait a little bit and see see how it plays out. Um, but I expect, uh, I expect the video to have a whole lot of horses. Yes. A matter of fact, there's going to be a three-minute video on ABC starring country singer Kip Moore. Uh, and, uh, I'm sure that will have a, a horse theme on ESPN. There'll be a film featuring a different Bronco model and professional climber Brooke Rabutu, uh, will air during sports center. Cli- what, uh, I guess climbing is, uh, is the big thing, huh? It's a big deal. That's right. And then, uh, on national geographic. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to be another Bronco during National Parks Yosemite. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of stuff. Hashtag challenge contest. Hey, it's a lot more involved than uh, having it drive over some dirt at the New York Auto Show, which was the original <laughs> plan, right? Well, uh, you know, it's kind of good that that didn't happen. Yeah, I kind of think... Uh, and we, we've got a story about this a little bit later on, but I kind of think the days of the auto shows are over. I really do. I think they're winding down very quickly. And, uh, you know, this this year people have realized, hey, we don't have to spend that money. We can reach more people at one time doing events like this. We can control it better because all of the reveals I've seen are uh, pre-recorded. 
including the Kia K5 that was revealed this week. Had a chance to see that. That's right. I uh, saw that. Of course, the F-150 was revealed last week in a very well uh, put together presentation. So, yeah, you don't get the guy reading the teleprompter. Pause. <laughs> or yes. I am which really actually, excited. <laughs> which actually happened. It did. We were at where it, the guy read the word pause. And we're like, pause. Uh, why? <laughs> and it really was him reading his direction. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I think this is the future. And we're, we're going to talk a little bit about the Geneva Auto Show uh, that was canceled and probably will be canceled for good. And we'll tell you a little bit about that. So exciting time for uh, Ford. I think the folks over at Jeep have are going to have a real battle on their hands. This thing looks completely ready to do some severe off-roading. And I bet we're going to see a lot of that off-roading capability on these uh, on these videos. Well, we're going to see flying Broncos, swimming Broncos. I, you know, I'm sure everything you can imagine will be there. Um, I, I think, I think Jeep is worried because the Bronco is is more sophisticated. Yeah, it's more sophisticated. It's newer. It's got a more sophisticated suspension, and uh, already uh, over at Hennessy, the tuner Hennessy. Um, Hennessy Performance, they have plans to add uh, big power to the 2021 Ford Bronco. This is even before this thing is revealed, but uh, the upgrades will include a high-flow air induction system, intercooler system, stainless steel exhaust, larger off-road tires and wheels, and a suspension kit. Um, They already have 750-horsepower versions of the F-150 an F-150 Raptor. So uh, it's going to be, it's going to be exciting. I, I think really the brave person would buy one of these Broncos and send it right off to have it modified. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> we'll talk about that and more when we come back on Cruise Control, including the future of Hyundai Santa Fe. So stay tuned. For the latest updates on Cruise Control, follow us on Twitter at Cruise Control Rad. That's C-R-U-I-S-E-C-T-R-L-R-A-D. Cruise Control Rad. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control. Lesson Fred at the wheel. Fred... Before we talk about the new Hyundai Santa Fe, let me ask you a trivia question. I love trivia, Les Jackson. This is a summer-oriented trivia question. Again? Famous dune buggies. Right. Everybody loves dune buggies. Everybody loves to drive them anyway. Right. Why were the dune buggies designed with the front fenders being absolutely flat and horizontal on the top? Hmm. Does it have this is, this is a true answer, by the way. Does it have something to do with going through sand? No. It was so you could you could put a beer on it. 
<laughs> when you were parked. That's the reason it was designed that way. Wow. Isn't that interesting? Why didn't they just mold in a set of cup holders? That would be even well, funnier. <laughs> I don't know. You're talking about I, the Myers Manx that the Yeah, Bruce? all of them. All of the, you know, all of the Bruce Myers designed the Dune buggy. It was flat mm-hmm. on the fender so that you could put beer there when it was sitting. You know what I'd love to do with one of those? I don't know what you could do, but imagine building it on an all-wheel drive chassis, a modern a modern all-wheel drive chassis. Yeah. That yeah. would be cool, wouldn't it? You could put it on a Subaru chassis. Or you could build your own tube chassis and put like a Subaru engine in it. That yep. would be wicked, wouldn't it? Well, of course, they did that on Top Gear on Grand Tour. Did they? They they put a V eight a Rover V eight on the back one. <laughs> Did it wheel stand Jeremy, when they of took course. off? Of course. <laughs> Can you still buy her? We're talking about the Myers Manx, which was a very popular vehicle in the sixties. Yeah, kind of a cool shape. I always liked that that shape. Uh, yeah. Can you still buy them? Yes, you can still buy dune buggies. Um, they're fewer and fewer uh, that are designed for vw chassis because those are getting rare yeah yeah it uh i think i i think putting it on uh, what's that car an aerial atom would be funny <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> that's the yeah. car with the acura engine in it it's just a tube yep. frame car i've never driven yep. one of those although i would kind of like to not not in traffic but around a track it would be amazing wouldn't it it would you know for sure yeah full helmet though i'm not going to go like jeremy clarkson did a number of years ago with uh his face blowing back in the wind <laughs> no no thanks yeah you're listening to cruise control radio with fred Stobb and Les jackson we are glad you are along for the ride so much to get to uh this hour including our next story uh it is the story of the 2021 hyundai santa fe crossover great crossover I think uh, the guys at uh, guys and gals at Hyundai have been knocking it out of the park when it comes to styling. You look at this Santa Fe looks great and uh, it's going to have some unique drivetrains. It will be available with the hybrid 1.6 liter TGDI turbocharged gasoline direct injection smart stream engine and a 1.49-kilowatt lithium-ion polymer battery and a 59-horsepower electric motor. This setup uh, will be good for 226 horsepower and 258 pounds-feet of torque, which can be sent to either the front or all four wheels. Now, this is a similar system to the Sonata Hybrid, which I was just in, and uh, it was really nice, nice vehicle Great mileage. This has a little bit more horsepower. I think the uh, system in the Sonata Hybrid had about 192. So they pumped up the electric side of this uh, to, of course, because it's driving four wheels in that. Uh, But really exciting to hear this coming out. Uh, And it will only be available, uh, the plug-in hybrid version. There's also going to be a plug-in hybrid version in early 2021. Um, this will have a total output of 261 horsepower and 258 pound-feet of torque. Uh, no word, I don't think we have word on how far it will go on electric only. Probably, I would guess, most of these things go for about 30 miles. 
Yeah, I doubt that it'll be that much. I'm going to guess maybe 20. Okay. All right. Just a guess. And uh, that will be all-wheel drive only. So uh, right. pretty exciting. Pretty exciting to see small crossovers with uh, hybrids and plug-in hybrids uh, in there. Look at the look at this vehicle, though. Look at the wheels. Very cool wheels. Very cool grill designs, like a bunch of mirrors, I would say. Um, they're doing they're doing really well when it comes to styling. Hyundai is right. They're good at it. Um, they're just good at making cars. Yeah, um, you know Hyundai and Kia just have they're absolutely world class. Yep. So uh, we'll be keeping you up to date on that model and uh, get behind the wheel of it as soon as it uh, as soon as it happens. But uh, hey, we were talking about auto shows being canceled less. Uh, the 2021 Geneva Motor Show is already canceled. Of course, uh, we've had a lot of cancelizations of all kinds of automotive events, most of them, as a matter of fact, due to the coronavirus. But Geneva has other problems. Uh, it's not going to return in 2021. Organizers of the show are facing significant financial losses over the show's 2020 show cancelization and a lot of automakers like aston martin bentley and lamborghini have confirmed they won't be attending next year's show already so and you know we've seen this in the past year or two where major manufacturers porsche for instance just say well we're not going to be at the uh, these are big international shows i think they need to change the nature of the show and the nature of the show should be I'm looking to see a lot of vehicles that I'm shopping for back to back. Don't need the fancy displays. Don't need the fancy stuff. Um, you know, all the reveals should be on, on the web. Don't need press days. Just, no, it, it's just like really a don't. big indoor parking garage where you say, you know, I'm shopping between the Hyundai Santa Fe and the Chevy Blazer. I want to kind of go in each one and sit in it and see if I can see out the, out of the windows, see if I can see out of the, uh, like, I like the controls. I can see out the back window. Uh, that's the type thing. No pressure for sales. Just people standing there in um, uh, IZOD-style shirts to say, if you have any questions, ask me. And that's the way it should be. And it should be for people you, looking at cars. You know what cars. you're describing, What's that? What you're describing is a big indoor CarMax parking lot. <laughs> Probably. And, and and you know what? I think you've hit on something. I think that's what future auto shows will be. To me, that's what it an auto show was for. You know, yeah, right. you had the reveals. Let's face it, the crazy concepts with uh, stoves and minivans and that, that kind of, that kind of has fallen away. I mean... Basically, the only thing you would see concept-wise would be a styling concept, and it would certainly, it wasn't done just for the heck of it. You know, it was done, it was done uh, for a yep. reason that was going to telegraph the future style. So I think really it has to turn to uh, a device for people to see all the cars and cross shop in a non, um, you know, a, a non-heavy sales pressure yeah. environment non-intimidating and that's the other thing 
concepts have gone away. You used to go to auto shows to see these fabulous concept cars. Right. And those those have basically vanished. It's a waste of money. It's a it's waste a terrible of, waste. Terrible waste of money. I think they could still have them but cut them down and they're just refocused and and cuz let's face it the problem is you go into a car dealership and say oh I'm interested in an XYZ CUV they're going to call you like you know <laughs> for the next 5 months they're going to call That's you right. or have you decided yet and you know and if you say I'm just looking, they're just not going to let let you go. You know, they're like a sidewinder missile on you. You know, tracking yeah. you every come on, turn. Come on in. Yeah. Come on in. We can. Yeah. We'll make a deal. Pick you up. Yeah, I'll take your keys and throw them up on the uh, rooftop until you buy something. <laughs> so, yeah. anyway, hey, I'm Fred Stubb. He's Les Jackson. You're on cruise control. Coming up, talking tech. Stay tuned. Cruise Control Radio goes live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. To listen, click the link on our homepage. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control Radio, your on-air automotive magazine. That's the show you've dialed into. Don't forget to check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com, where you can like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. It's all there. Les, you want to talk a little tech? You've got a story story about BMW and software updates. It's not just fixes, though, is it? It's being able to add features that, well, maybe you you didn't get uh, when you bought your your car. This is, I think, just a great idea. This is, you know, because their their whole... uh, premise here is well you buy a car and you'd go drive out of the showroom and you know you're stuck with it exactly uh, i mean you may be happy with it but it's never perfect right it's never exactly what you wanted so what bmw uh wants to do is uh add options you know through software that uh, you may want to put on later yeah like heated seats like heated seats. Uh, so basically, every vehicle will be built with all of the infrastructure in there, but they will be able to turn it on or turn it off uh, remotely, right? Right. Well, uh, BMW will. BMW will. And this would even go for uh, buying, let's say, a, a used BMW and say, oh, I like that one, but you know... I really wanted uh, heated seats or really wanted uh, Android Auto in there, but it's not in there. So, you know, in, in the past, the dealer would like run some wires and put a switch <laughs> under the dash. One of those <laughs> or, little little uh, yeah. with an <laughs> with a light that comes on or get out the Sawzall and put in a cheap uh you know, moonroof. Yeah. <laughs> Remember those things? They were terrible. Oh, yeah. With like 50, <laughs> uh, 50 gallons of uh, caulking to make it not leak. Oh, just dreadful. <laughs> dreadful. Hack it up. You know what used to also annoy me? They would take new cars and drill holes into it for a nameplate in the back. Yeah. Oh, that, that was infuriating. That would say, buy, you know, so-and-so. No, it's not. It's by Chevrolet. It's not. You didn't make it. You just sold it. 
but they would drill like you would see the screws in there, like six screws holding it. And yeah. I thought, what are you out of your mind to drill holes in a new car like that for something stupid? You know? That's right. It's all adhesives down. It's all adhesives, and I tell them I don't want any stickers if I ever buy. It. I don't. I don't put stickers on the car. You know, and they actually, I've had them write it out. No, no decals, no stickers. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always say, uh, I am, I refuse that. I don't want it unless you're willing to pay me for advertising for you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you can't even have in, in this state, New York, where I am, you can't have a license plate frame because it obscures the plate. So you can't, mm. if the dealer puts it on, they could theoretically stop you and say you're blocking your plate, you know, which is. Well, good. Send the ticket to the dealer. Send, they put it on my car and I didn't know how to use a screwdriver to take it off. <laughs> yep. Well, uh, let's get into this story. Yes. Latest software changes. You could get all kinds of things over the air upgrades. This is starting with something called Operating System 7 on BMW. Um, and it has to do with uh, the 5 Series. With vehicles sold prior to July 2020, they can receive the updates via no charge over the air upgrade. And uh, you can the first update to be available, by the way, is a faster BMW maps and navigation uh, connected uh, system, navigation system, and connected charging, and the BMW digital key that can turn your iPhone into a secure key for your car. I have a question for you, Les Jackson. These are things that the dealer would get up charges on, like we were saying, you know, they hack up right. the car and add these things in, or um, it you'd have to come back and have it updated and, and have a service charge, and, and then... You know, they would try to hit you up for all kinds of things. Do you think dealers are upset about this? I have a feeling um, they they not not necessarily upset, but I'll bet they've struck some deals mm -hmm. uh, with the factory that certain options won't be done this way. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, you know, you can do your electronic upgrades, but we want to sell the wheels and... Um, you know, the suspension upgrades and all that. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. This started, by the way, in 2018 with something called Iconic Sound Sport, which allowed you to download uh, different sounds for your car's interior. So when when you were uh, you want to sound like a Formula One car when you're driving along, you can download that sound. <laughs> A lot of us think that's kind of bogus. <laughs> to kind of, yeah, <laughs> just have someone going, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, 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 unless you're playing a race simulator, you know, uh, I don't think it's. Uh, I just don't think it's good. They all sound funny. Um, matter of fact, I was in one car where they had this sound and. You know what it reminded me of when you, you had a uh, you had interference from the ignition system in the radio and you could hear it oh, yeah. make that sound. You could it would it would change with the RPM of the engine. That's right. Corvettes were famous. Famous for that. For that. In the That's 70s. why they had that big 
housing over it to kind of shield the uh, distributor. And, uh, you know, that's what it sounded like to me, or it sounded really cheap, or I would hear that and I'd be like, what is that? Is that like a fan motor going bad? And, oh no, that's the iconic sound. But I drove one of those uh, back in 18 and I was playing with the sounds and one of the sounds, I'm, I'm honestly, it sounded like barnyard animals <laughs> at a distance. <laughs> there was nothing pleasant whatsoever about the sound. Yeah. It's a moo. It's a moo. Moo. Yeah, or, or, you know, goats. <laughs> that That is interesting. Well, uh, the idea, though, I mean, on the surface sounds good. Like, you know, uh, if you're buying a used car and it doesn't have certain features, remember BMW, though, I'm wondering, I'm wondering how they're going to do this. I hope it is a one-time fee. It's not a subscription. Remember, they tried that with Android Auto and Apple CarPlay. Now, you can buy yeah. a $20,000 car and they have those features in the car and you never have to, you, you buy the car and it comes with it, right? Remember how they tried to do a subscription to it? That's right. Uh, I, I think it'll be a one-time fee. I think they know people just won't accept it yeah. if it's every month. Yeah. Uh, change in business, though, for sure. A change in business. Uh, yeah. You know, this is an interesting story. Very timely. Ford has developed a noise-canceling doghouse to keep your dog calm during fireworks displays and probably also during thunderstorms. I mean, I my dog uh, used to get very upset during uh, thunderstorms. Um, you know, they just seemed very loud to her, I guess, and she hated fireworks or any loud sounds like that. So the dog goes into this very futuristic-looking uh, doghouse, and uh, there's noise cancelization built into it. It detects explosions uh, with microphones and counteracts them by pumping out frequencies that mitigate the sounds to eliminate them altogether. It also includes soundproofing cork panels, anti-vibration risers, and even soundproof ventilation, Where uh, while an automatic door helps your dog quickly take to the shelter. Now, this is something dogs would do if they knew that was their safe space. Truly a safe yeah, space. That's right. Not like everyone else says safe space. Um, they would they would go in there, and uh, there's a great shot of this. It's a very cool looking doghouse, isn't it? It's. I actually, I'd like to scale that up and make <laughs> it a cabin on a mountain. <laughs> it, we need a room like this when someone's in the room and. Like you're at a party and they're annoying you, so you just walk in there so you don't hear anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no longer right. want to hear you. Um, obviously, this technology can be used in cars, though, because it is in a controlled environment, and you could uh, use this to uh, get rid of noise, road noise. You and I say some of the noisiest things on cars are tires, right? Oh, boy. Without yeah, so no, I this 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 clearly uh, is going to show up everywhere. Yeah, so pretty cool stuff, and uh, I don't think it's available yet. So unfortunately, it won't work for today, Fourth of July, if there are fireworks in your neighborhood. Nope. But 
it could be something that you could buy in the future. Hey, when we come back, we're going to tell you who bought the last Impala off the assembly line. And we'll have an at-the-wheel review of the 2020 Volkswagen Cross Sport. So stay tuned to Cruise Control Radio, your on-air automotive magazine with Fred Staub and Les Jackson. We will be right back. Cruise Control Radio goes live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. To listen, click the link on our homepage. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com. Feeling a little dim? Don't blame your brain or the weather. Hazy headlights may be the problem. Hazed or cloudy plastic headlights can reduce your vehicle's visibility on the road, making it very difficult to see the road and for other cars to see you. Now you can restore plastic headlight lenses to like new clarity with the Lens Renewal Kit from 3M, an easy-to-use solution for removing the yellowing and hazing that reduces headlight performance and visibility. For more information, visit www.3mcarcare.com. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control Radio, your on-air automotive magazine. I'm Fred Staub. He's Les Jackson. So who bought the last Chevy Impala? Those sedans are going away, especially with domestic manufacturers. And uh, we know who bought it. It was a 93-year-old man named Pinky Randall. He's a lifelong Chevy fan. And he got the last one off the line, the occasion red paint. And it was the LT trim variant. By the way, he actually had a 1996 Impala SS, and he uh, sold it back to Chevy. So they, therefore, they invited him to drive the car off the line. Um, interesting. He's adding it to his Chevy collection. His front license plate say Mr. Chevy. The rear plate says Final One. Isn't that interesting? Well, this is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know how many Chevy he's he owns, but probably a bunch. What do you think? Thirty or forty? Yeah, and uh, there were eighteen thousand three hundred eighty-six Impalas were built for the twenty twenty model year, and now it's gone. Will that nameplate ever come back, Les? Sure, they 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 would never lose that plate. That yeah. name. Yeah, interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. Hey, let's do an at the wheel. I had a uh, interesting at the wheel. I call this a variation on a theme. Of course, Volkswagen has their Atlas, their three-row crossover. Super big seller for them, right? Um, Huge. They can't make enough. Well, they're making some more. This is the Cross Sport. What they've done, they've chopped about uh, five inches off the back of it. They've chopped the roof by a little over two inches. And they've turned it into a two-row vehicle uh, and made it a lot more sporty, I think. Uh, if you want to take a look at this vehicle, by the way, it's up on our Cruise Control Radio Facebook page. You can check it out. we got some photos up there, up the very one that I drove. And, um, you know, it really does change the vehicle around. It's like hot riding, chopping and channeling and, and, and doing all this to an existing vehicle changes the personality of it i think one of the big things that you find out is you get a tremendous amount of rear leg room because remember they had three rows now they have two 
So you compare it to, let's say, a Jeep Grand Cherokee, which has 38.6 inches, or a Honda Passport that has 39.6 inches, or Chevy Equinox with 39.9 inches. Well, the Atlas Cross Sport has 40.4 inches. It's like sitting in a limo in the back. Wow. Uh, cargo capacity is uh, really crazy uh, with this. It has 40.3 cubic feet of space with the second row up and 77.8 cubic feet with it folded down. So that that is a lot. Um, and one of the neat things I liked about this vehicle, less is the rear seats fold completely flat. You know, that's a pet as, peeve of mine. As all rear seats should. As all real rear seats should. Um, and the other thing that's interesting about this vehicle, I believe there are six different models that you can get, which you don't see that much uh, uh, on a lot of vehicles. Ours was no. the SEL model, and it's powered by a two-liter turbo. Uh, and, you know, you can also get the V6. I... In this case, I kind of would recommend the V6. I'll tell you what, I felt that it could use a little more power getting on the highway uh, and lane changes and things like that um, because uh, it, it it seemed like, to me, I think ours had 20-inch wheels, but they seemed huge to me. They seemed like huge tires. Uh, I think that was accentuated by the fact that the roof was chopped down, you know, and it just made the tires look huge. And I felt like... I felt like it could use more power. wasn't bad, but it could use more power. Uh, ours was just front-wheel drive. It was not all-wheel drive. So certainly if you had all-wheel drive as well, uh, I think uh, you would definitely need that bigger uh, V6 engine because uh, it, it would definitely need more power for sure. Well, yeah, kind of large, large cars like that, I think, need... Uh, more torque for smooth acceleration rather than a fussy sounding engine yeah yeah it it had to rev up pretty good to to get going here um it is uh, 235 horsepower 258 pound feet of torque uh and if you add the v6 uh the v6 numbers do i have them no i don't think i have oh yes i do uh the v6 would be 276 horsepower and 266 pound-feet of torque. Not a huge jump, but certainly considerable. Uh, I would I would probably recommend that. Um, on the inside, big, once again, the design of the dash is pretty straightforward, but it makes the vehicle seem super wide. Uh, that's what I would say. When you're sitting in the driver's seat, the vehicle seems super, super wide, which is not a negative at all, but it is pretty basic pretty straightforward i think volkswagen does that a lot on their vehicles by the way only transmission available is an eight speed automatic that did very well uh going through the gears can't complain about that um i would say though one of the downsides to this was the smell of the leatherette Hmm. i don't know volkswagen doesn't use actual leather do they no i don't think they do and some of those uh, leatherettes do have a chemical smell yeah that's what i noticed right away when i got in especially with the hot weather so that's something to think about and also more power the other thing i like though was a good good visibility even with the chopped down roof uh i had good visibility although 
I'm 5'8". I had to raise the seat up pretty high uh, to see because I felt like the dash was a little high and the roof was a little low, almost like being in an airplane or something. If you've ever flown in mm -hmm. a Cessna, you, you feel like you're looking over the dashboard. So if you got to raise the seat up. Um, ours came in at 40,565, which is uh, not bad. The mileage, though, not outstanding. Uh, 24 highway, 21 city, 22 overall. Not not a great uh, number there. It is built in Chattanooga, Tennessee, where they build a lot of uh, lot of vehicles. Uh, of course, the Atlas being the uh, being the probably the biggest one there, right? What else do they build there? Passat, I believe, right? Uh, I thought, yeah, the Passat. I think the Je the Jetta. I'm not sure about the Jetta. I, I have to check. Yeah, well, Passat for sure. Ours was in pyrite silver metallic and Titan black leatherette. Um, the good thing about this is you really don't have to buy a lot of options and and spec it out individually because there are six different models. SEL was somewhere in the middle there, although it, it had nav, it had all the advanced safety features and things like that, 20-inch wheels, LED headlights. Like I say, this is a variation on a theme. You have a successful product, you change it up a little bit, you chop the roof, you chop the back off of it, make it into a two-row, make it a little bit sportier in the back with a tilted rear window, and you pick up more volume. For some, the Atlas, a three-row, it's just too big. doesn't make sense. For others, this Atlas Cross Sport might be the way to go, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, have you driven? You've driven the Atlas. I, right? I have not been in the Cross Sport. I, I, I'm anxious to get in one. Yeah. But you've been in the Atlas, and the Atlas oh, always... Oh, yes, I've been in several Atlases. The last Atlas I had was a gold metallic color, and I had people coming over and asking me about it, if I painted it. I was like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yes, in one day, they've delivered it, and I painted it. It's amazing. No. Uh, so there you have it, the 2020 Volkswagen Atlas Cross Sport 2.0 Turbo SEL. At The Real Review on Cruise Control Radio. Time for me to say I'm Fred Staub. I'm Les Jackson. We're going to see you down the road. Cruise Control Radio is your on-air automotive magazine. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com for more information.